0: And welcome back to another episode of the Beyond the Fence podcast. It's a part two, I guess, in theory of our, you know, little Socceroos mini-series. Joining us again from last time, Bungard, you're back. How are you?
1: Hello, mate. I'm very, very well. I just finished writing about 1,500 words about Socceroos for Nine. So, yeah, I'm very much uh, warmed up and ready to go.
0: And a special guest we've parachuted in, our Qatar field correspondent. Our man on the ground. (laughs) Matt yes. Coleman,
2: salam alaikum, me <laughs> and Matt. Yes, game day here in Qatar. So fire up, Socceroos fans. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, it's 4 a.m. again uh, on the broadcast. They were saying Monday morning, and I was really keen because public holiday 4 a.m., like sweet as, but no, Tuesday morning 4 a.m. So you know, the nation's going to be up early for it. What, what's that at like 9 p.m.? Guitar time.
2: 9 p.m. kickoff, mates.
0: So when it's down to a the brisk what 28 degrees.
2: Oh, mate, 28 if you're lucky. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely roasting at the moment. So mm. yeah, we're up in the uh, we're up in the mid 40s for most of the day. But uh yeah, fortunately that like you would have seen all around the place. That's uh yeah the Ruse boys uh Obviously, the game is being played at one of these air-conditioned stadiums tonight, and training has been there as well. So, yeah, I don't think. I mean, I think from the ho- like the only time they probably stepped out and there was heat is from like at the hotel to the bus. So, yeah, yeah, I, be I was
1: listening to um just before we came on, I was listening to uh, Jason Davidson and Graham Arnold talking, and they basically said as much. Like everything's air conditioned, everything's very comfortable. It's not really a factor. Um. And on top of that, Arnie was saying that um, he actually thinks the fact that it's in Qatar might actually be in Australia's advantage a little bit, just purely because they've obviously played a few home, in inverted commas, World Cup qualifiers over the last couple of years in the Middle East because of um, COVID restrictions preventing them from playing in Australia and also some away games as well. So they've got plenty of experience over the last couple of years playing in that part of the world, whereas Peru uh, do not. I, I guess the flip side of that is Peru will be bringing about 10 times as many if not more, fans uh, to the game.
2: Yeah, um, just that with Peru. um, And like, you know, you say that we've obviously had those, you know, those games before and the couple of lead-up games that we've had. Uh, I think Peru only just got in the team. Like, it must have been Saturday. I think they, so they played that, uh, they played uh, friendly against uh, New Zealand in Spain last week. And yeah, by Friday night, they still weren't here. So they're certainly leaving their run late, like again, not that there's any real kind of like climatization, but yeah, for such a big game, like I would have liked to have been here a bit earlier
0: i mean yeah i I don't think it's going to matter too much if it is an air conditioned, then the time zone's not a huge factor um
1: Oh, I think it would matter if it was not air conditioned. <laughs> like oh well, be, yeah, <laughs> it would be. It would be oppressively hot. I think that would matter quite a bit, actually.
0: Oh well, yeah, but it's not, so it doesn't matter. It's fine. Okay. Um, I guess we'll start with before we, you know, look properly at the Peru game. Just, you know, that that UAE game. It was you know, squeaky bum time for like the whole mm. second half, basically. Um, we got to start with the main man though, Aiden Rostich. Like mm, that left foot's going to carry this country as far as it can, right?
1: Yeah, mate, absolutely. I think I said to you on here before the game that he was our best player. Um, instantly proven right, which was nice. I've had some terrible, terrible calls this year in regards to rugby league uh, statements. So it was nice to get a, a win on the board. But yeah, no, he's, he's a fantastic player, especially with that Rogic there. It's basically all on him to sort of create... Uh, well, also because for some, whatever reason, Graham doesn't seem to trust any genre to get on the field either. So um, yeah, all on a stitch, really, more or less. Uh, I thought Martin Boyle was pretty good as well, but he was pretty lively down the right, created a lot. Um, Craig Goodman wasn't bad either, to be honest. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I'm hoping that Antaggett's fit. I think he just offers, would offer a little bit of a point of difference up top. I think he's better than Jamie McLaren, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. I know both he and Trent Sainsbury are still fighting to be fit. Um, You'd think that if they're even close to 100%, they'll both play. I think Sainsbury more important than Taggart, though. I think at the back, yeah, uh, Bailey Wright got put on skates for the UAE goal, which was not pretty. And Trent Sainsbury would offer a lot of uh, stability and uh, confidence in defense. So yeah, I think getting him back for tomorrow morning would be a gigantic boost. Whether we do or not uh, remains to be seen.
2: Well, from the Doha correspondent and from what I've seen on the ground here and uh, a couple of things sort of emerging from training, I wouldn't see... uh, I don't envisage there being too many changes, especially uh, with those two that are racing the clock. Uh, I think it's not necessarily like it's anything serious, but I just don't think they're going to be up in time. Uh, I think it's like they were never going to make that UAE game and that was sort of six days ago. I just don't think it... You know, Graham was very kind of risk-averse coach at the best of times, and I don't think that's one that he's going to, even though they're very much his boys, I don't think that uh, Sainsbury and Taggart are going to be kind of risk in um, as high-stakes a situation as this. So I'd probably, yeah, I'd expect Lucky to probably play up top again, uh, even though I, in the first half I don't think that worked with, uh, to you know, particularly great effect. Uh, I think, you know, every, as I said, like every bit of creativity came through. Krustich and Boyle on the right. And he seems to like uh, Rolls at centre-back. So I think that that might continue. Like, you know, even though Sainsbury is uh, literally and figuratively his favourite son in law, uh, I don't think that's, uh, yeah, I don't think he plays.
0: And then, yeah, Kai Rolls also, between games, got a move to Scotland, didn't he? He's going to Hearts.
2: He joins, joins the, uh, yeah, a little bit of um, Scottish invasion that's going on over there. I think it must be up to, like, I don't know, if you count Ange and Harry and all this, there must be, like, you know, seven or eight uh, sort of over at Scotland at the moment.
0: Well, <clears> well <throat> speak, speaking of Hearts, boys, you know, the pride of Launceston, you know, my guy Nathaniel Atkinson, um, a lot, yeah, I think he's got
2: a, roasted. A, a terrific player, got, but
0: he, he was barbecue chicken for a lot of that game against UAE that the, the UAE left wing, it was just murdering him. And I don't know how Peru plays and where they target, but that you'd think like the fullbacks have been kind of Australia's weak spot for a while now. And then just the way that Atco got, it wasn't good. Like, and then he, no, was so, he, he was, he was so out of position that right had to come across when they scored and yeah, that whole right side defense was just yeah. a little bit of a mess.
2: Well, I, I don't think he played particularly well, but I also don't think he was helped out by Bailey Wright either. Like, I don't know what's happened to him over the journey, but there was a frightening sort of lack of pace in centre back there. And like, you know, when you want to play the advanced wing backs that you know Artie has wanted to do, whether whether that's at City of Sea or Socceroos level, like you know, with Ryan Grant, then you know you need somebody with a bit of mobility to cover and. Uh, Bailey Wright didn't offer that the other day. so he sure didn't. Yeah, look, a- a- Atkinson didn't play particularly well, but yeah, he wasn't helped out by his centre-back partner. And, you know, you say that we have a lot of problems at wing-back, but um, I I think the selection's pretty straight up and down with that one. I have no idea why. Uh, like, he played in the Jordan-friendly, and I think he's got to pick him for this one. Like, it's got to be our man Frank Aracic that gets the that gets the run at right back
1: for tonight. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Um, he's impressed me in the past when I've watched him play. Um, and yeah, I, I just think that, as you just touched on, mobility-wise, um, poor are a lot more dynamic than the UAE. And, like, uh, you know, their best players are guys, sort of attacking players, guys like Christian Quaver, Andre Carrillo... Luca Lapadula, and it's like, they, like, well, Lapadula, I just want to say his name, but he's a striker. Uh, But the other two guys are are, are lightning quick and um, will offer a lot of problems in in those spaces, just in behind the strikers, if we allow them to. Um, But yeah, uh, I think regardless of who we pick, we will go into this game as deserved underdogs. But um, I'm not as sort of nihilistic about it as everybody else seems to be
2: yeah i'll I'll pick up on that from what you said last week about uh, you know you you made the distinction that like u a e should have been underdogs but not as heavy as underdogs as they were and I think the reverse applies in this situation like we should be outsiders, no question but i think the i think it's a, a little bit more even than kind of people are giving us credit for, and this is kind of the situation like if we were playing these matches under normal circumstances, if we were playing UAE home, or home and away, then, you know, we should win that comfortably. And if we're playing Peru home and away, if we had to have a tricky away trip to Lima, then I think over the two legs we'll get smashed.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, the that's... That
2: the, 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 yeah. the fact that these are one-off games in a neutral location, even though there will be, uh, you know, considerably more Peru fans than there will be, australia fans i mean it's a a, yeah it's a one-off in a neutral location like it does level the playing. i mean
1: well that's how it works right like the if you're the worst of two uh teams or people involved in any sort of competition you want as much variance as possible so the more games yes exactly so the more games the worse if you are the the underdog and obviously the more games the better if you are the good 10, that's why it's obviously so much harder for like, there to be an upset in a best of seven NBA series rather than just in a one off NFL game. Um, And yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you. If we had to go to Lima, we'd probably be nursing a three or two or three nil defeat right now, heading back to Sydney, hoping for a miracle. That's certainly not going to come. So the way it's played out for us is pretty fortunate. Would I be annoyed if it was a one-off game, if we were playing, El Salvador or New Zealand or whoever, yes, I would. But the way it's shaken out with us playing the hardest team we could have possibly played, I'm much happier with the format. Yeah, and I mean,
0: yeah, the, the, I trust our ability to, at the very least, shit house a one 0 or shit house a way through to like penalties, and then at that point, it's just not a crapshoot. Um,
2: I, th- I think that's the only way we win it, to be honest. Like from what I've seen over the last couple of games against both Jordan and UAE, like there's no, uh, there's no real kind of uh, flow to our game. It's very much, uh, it's, it's very soft start. It's very individual battles. Uh, it's very kind of second ball. Like there's no, um, yeah, there's no consistency or fluidity to the way we play. So we are very much, you know, it's going to be one of those, um, unfortunate battles that are made up of like just 90 minutes of not great football, just winning one-on-one jewels and, you know, almost, you know, and we've had success from set pieces over this, uh over this journey. So it might just be, we are, you know, playing to win free kicks and corners and that's where it's going to come from.
1: If we, if we had the big rig, Harry Sutar up there to just lash long balls into, I'd yeah. feel a lot more confident. I think we probably like, Look, it's it's very stupid, right? But I actually feel like if um if we'd had him for the second part of the um this is like the second part of the qualifying campaign after he got hurt, we would have done a lot
2: better. Yeah. You're saying just to dunk on some <laughs> yeah. some just, some small Oman or <laughs> Vietnamese defenders.
0: <laughs> just really burnly our way through. Yeah. Like we're going to be Bur- like- we're going to be Burnley, right? That's that's it. We're, we're going to be we, we everything are. that we and hate. You can, and, you
2: can, and you can get into a bit of an existential crisis about like you know that like Australian football has to be better than this, right? We have to play yeah. well, you know, it, like we have to play better than this. And unfortunately, like that's not going to happen under the current manager. Uh, and you know we'll have to see what happens for the next World Cup cycle. But it's just. Um, yeah it's it's not great to watch but this is the situation that we're in and that is our best way of attaining success i think for this world cup cycle i don't know what you actually consider well, success but not making the world cup is a, is a, you know obviously an utter failure so well I here's the thing that's, yeah, that's there are there are people
1: and i don't know, look i don't know how many of them there are but there are definitely people who like hate Graham Arnold so much that they don't want us to qualify, which I think is insane. And even if Kevin Musket was uh, coaching us with Archie Thompson as his assistant, I would still want the soccerers to win. Um, so, yeah, I don't really get those people. The other reason I would sort of understand that isn't because of a personal dislike of Graham Arnold, but it's more due to the fact that if we were to fail, it would probably accelerate uh, sort of pushing a reset button in terms of not just the approach we take with the is but how we develop pathways and everything else below it. So if you're a concern from that point of view, and you should be because we've gotten a bit stagnant over the last few years. If you're concerned from that point of view, then I can understand why you might want us to crash and burn. But at the end of the day, I want to watch soccer in yep. the World Cup. They come every four fucking years. We don't get very many of them and we didn't get any with Australia in them for like the first few years of our lives. So like, let's just this is the just first year and a half of my life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tough. yeah. You're a child. Great. Yeah. Let's just fucking qualify.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't think that... Yeah, you make a good point about pressing the reset button, but I don't think any of that changes whether we qualify or not. <laughs> like, there is enough evidence over the last, you know, four years, especially with uh, with Arnold in Charge, and even before that, that it's like, yeah, this is it probably isn't working well, right? And I don't think that that exactly hinges on... You know it's not a diverging path where you go oh everything is fine if we qualify and beat Peru, and everything is shit, uh if we lose like it's you know there are obviously problems within you know there are multitude of problems within australian football like you know regardless of the result tonight uh, but um yeah as far as qualifying for world cup goes mate like i am definitely in your boat like i mean um you're financially invested but those Oh, you guess, have a lot. You have a lot more to lose we'll, than the rest we'll, of we'll, us. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll get to that. But um, well, I'm not that financially invested because I get a refund on the Australian tickets. Like if we don't qualify, so there's a little bit of uh, money back in the pocket as far as that goes. But um, yeah, as far as like the list of individual sporting results that I have wanted over my lifetime to happen, uh, this is the top one. Like you know, and, th- and that includes like. City being QPR on the final day and like 2014 grand final like really wanted us to win that and you know wanted Leicester to win the Premier League when they did it because that was a cool story but as far as like, like yeah individual games go uh, I want nothing more because I'm, <laughs> because I'm you know I live and work over here and yeah uprooted my whole life like you know with the premise of being over here for a World Cup and the uh and the assumption that we would qualify for that so it'll be a uh, yeah pretty lonely six months if i'm uh, sitting here and the rest of the world's having a good time alone just like uh enjoying my tickets to fucking germany v well that'd be a bit like you know japan v costa rica or whatever that group is like we sat all the time in the uh yeah you know, in the colman <laughs> in the, the colman villa
0: On the on the Arnie stuff, you could almost say, and I don't want to get too NRL crossover. Australian football is the West Tigers, unfortunately. In the in the sense that you know there there was a subset. We
2: haven't done anything since two thousand and five. Well,
0: yeah, ah, they won the Asian Cup, but like that, there's the subset of, you know. Every, if we like look like Matt, the Tigers won a couple of games in the season, everyone's like, Oh, actually, maybe they're turning it around. And then it's, Oh, no, it was just a blip. Where's st- like, whatever happens, happens. We're still like fundamentally shit. Um, and you know, change needs to happen either either way. Um, but you know, I don't want to get too into the yeah, weeds. I
2: don't, of- I don't necessarily think that, we sh- that we're that shit. And I don't think it's all kind of doom and gloom for the future either. Like, if, you know, if you see the performance of the 23s and you know as long as the you know as long as we keep on bringing quals through the uh Australian pathways then we should have no problem for the for the next 10 years but like you know there's a little, little bit of talent in that like in that 23 squad coming through and like you know you had a you know, hopefully the hopefully Jason Cummings can eventually get his uh Socceroos call so you know which will help alleviate a few of those woes up front so i think like yeah i think for the future like you know there's the possibility that um, it's certainly not a uh, continuing downward spiral, you know, even if we if we miss out on qualification this time. So I think the mm. you know, on, on the under 23s it's, not, it's, 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 it's Yeah, it's just about to say like yeah, it's not going to be as good as you know two thousand and five and that golden generation. Like it never will be, but there is enough talent and enough cattle in Australian football to at least be a. Somewhat competent football nation
0: like going Maybe at, like on the under 23s, they've got their semi-final on Wednesday night here. But maybe our best chance of emulating that golden generation is hoping that Switzerland is too good and Liam Chipperfield plays for us.
1: No, just thinking outside the box there. Yeah, that's 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 the best plan of action, isn't it?
0: Well, that's how we yeah, you just hope other countries are too good that like our like their dregs. Like actually, I've got an Australian. Great great grandfather, I can, you know, that's how we got Boyle and Carriage and Suta
2: Well, and and, and Suta. yeah. Um, you had a uh, yeah, last week you had a sneaky dig at my uh, at my employers and uh, fellow countrymen, the Qataris. Uh, last week about naturalising a whole bunch of Brazilians it's just the one, would you believe? And there might be. I don't believe obvious. you. There might be a second ahead of the World Cup. They're trying to get a. Uh, Ed Milsen Jr., who's a Belgian-Brazilian, to uh, to qualify for Qatar. But At yeah. a third nationality, yeah. what what what's the difference? We have we actually have more ring ins that have never visited the country than Qatar do. <laughs> That's sad.
0: On the on the UAE game as well, Aaron Moy getting ninety minutes is should be important for the Peru game going forward because he hadn't played in what was it like over a year, right?
2: Seventeen Like his last competitive game was February, uh, or something like that. With obviously, like you know, the ass falling out of the Qth, uh, the Chinese Super League. Um, yeah. Chinese Super League. What is it? Is that it? I don't
1: know. That's Sounds right.
2: right. I, don't know. I don't know. Um. But yeah, like even like as good as the peak Moy years were at. Huddersfield, especially in Brighton, like, it seems very unusual that he is the guy in 2022. But I don't, yeah, I don't know how sort of I need to come to that conclusion, like, when Denny Jean you know, league, the Uber Eats champion is sitting right there and, you know, and has had a good season for Toulouse. so.
0: And I also... I and yeah, the last time I saw Stenson this play as well for a shot, he obviously he's still quite young, but he impressed me as well in that kind of holding midfield role. So there's obviously future options there, but I think if you just want to, again, it comes back to shit housing one game, like the fact that Moy has got through. and um, I think a lot of good stuff happened when it was him combining with Krustic and Boyle going forward, just him sitting in the back. I'm surprised that... And look, it's the UAE, but I'm surprised that an, an Aaron Moy anchor midfield can work in 2022. But I guess that's our best option right now.
2: Yeah, I thought he was okay like distribution-wise, but he also... and He's got no legs. Back to di- well, yeah, th- so that goes back to our defensive problems, right? That is like he's a little bit of a liability and doesn't screen particularly well, um, which is going to... Which I think that, like, you know, if he plays the 90, and I don't think he's necessarily capable of doing so, but um, I think a few problems might come through centre and midfield in that way.
0: It also helped that I think the game slowed down late in the UAE. I think we, you know, got over the top of them fitness-wise. It probably won't be the same against Peru, but I think later on in that game, he was able to just kind of chill around and jog through that midfield. So it wasn't his most... um, you know, his toughest test fitness-wise.
2: Yep.
1: And then it's bungers. Nah, yeah, I agree. I mean, my main priority during um, the last few minutes of that game was hoping someone would score so I could go back to sleep. But uh, thankfully, it was us. Do, um, do
0: you reckon the keeper saves it if it wasn't deflected?
1: Nah, it's a good strike. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Fuck him. Bunch of tricks. <laughs> i just like fucking hate playing west asian nations so fucking much like honestly every game is the same shit just rolling around on the ground wasting time for a minute fucking one win or lose doesn't matter so fucking tedious i can't stand it south americans they're fine oh yeah well they are also shithouses but it's not the same dude it's it's not to the same extent at least they you know try to play some football sometimes fucking uae Every game's at four in the morning as well. It's like, just let us play like Japan and Korea and China and stuff forever. Uh,
0: and then obviously looking ahead to the Peru game. I, I don't know if you saw them in the stadium, Coleman, but on the broadcast, they loved zooming in on these blokes in half and half Peru, Australia shirts. The, uh,
2: yeah, the Perus, I think they're uh, <laughs> calling themselves. <laughs> um, I, 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 I did see that it was uh, sort of, Yes, uh, extremely, extremely offended. But yeah, mate, if you think that's the uh, smattering of Roo fans that were at, you know, what, the Australia UAE game or something like, yeah, wait till tonight. Like there are, th- you know, there are thousands of them here, uh, both at the team hotel and just sort of milling around the uh, Greater Doha area. Like I don't, I don't know how much flights from Lima to Doha are, but hey, there's going to be Probably a uh, fair bit. There's, there, there's going to be a stack. I think, you know, you'll be surprised like when you see it on the broadcast. It's like...
0: Are you saying actually, our inflatable kangaroos? is one number of pretty... them?
2: <laughs> De- definitely, definitely not. No, so it's a pretty hostile atmosphere uh, for a neutral game tonight.
1: Yeah, I, I guess... Because um, I remember their fans were crazy in the 2018 World Cup as well. Like, even by World Cup standards. Like, there was a shitload of them. So... I mean good on them. I wish we still had that sort of culture. I mean, I guess it's just like I guess it's just hard when I guess it's just hard when, you know, there's so many sports that people care about here whereas, you know, football is everything to to Peruvians. As I know from my previous media experience in the Peruvian press. Oh, your uh, mate. Huh? Did you that, well, that was true, right? Your little cameo. Yes. Yeah. Why, where else would it have been? It was about these games. Yeah, but that was a you know, bit optimistic that we were going to get through UAE first. Again, like I do not understand why people thought we weren't going to beat the UAE. The UAE are fucking terrible. I said this to you last week. They won three games in qualifying. And like one was a dodgy pen against Lebanon, one was against Syria, and the other one was against Korea's backup players on the final day. They are garbage. They were never going to beat us. Their best player is fake David Louise, and he came off the bench with two minutes to go. Like, um, we won four games in qualifying. Yeah, I know, but that's yeah, but we won the sort of at it's the start still... when it was still when it mattered a bit but more. But it's
2: also one more than three, so yeah, the boys. <laughs> yeah.
1: We also look. Let's not forget, by the way, like there were times when early on, at least in the. Um, in the qualifying campaign, in the second group stage, I should say, where we looked great, we won every game. But like, we we went under. We we played eight, eight, 28 goals for, two goals against. And look, yeah, Chinese Taipei and Nepal, whatever, but powerhouses. No, no, no. But beating Kuwait and Jordan is uh, is, is is no mean feat, home and away, beating them both times. So, um, you know, we did that. That was that was pretty good for context. UAE lost two games in their shitty group with Vietnam, Malaysia, Thailand, Indonesia. So. Yeah, cop that.
0: Got <laughs> while receipts. We, while we were talking, I looked up Skyscanner direct flights from Lima to Doha. No, sorry, two stops, not even direct. Thirteen hundred dollars. Where are the stops?
1: Uh, I think one's in Bogota. Okay, yep, that's, and, all, that's not far. Okay. Just drive to, just drive to Bogota. Uh, and right Madrid. It. And Madrid. Okay, yep, that one's a bit further away.
2: Couple a couple of good away days. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you would, t- you would take the stopovers in that situation, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah. Definitely.
0: Uh, we've spoken about changes we probably make. Um, well, not that we'd make, but what we think is going to happen. I think we're pretty much going to stay
1: the same, but nothing. So, Sains- yeah, Sainsbury coming in is the only thing I could see changing. And that's yeah, more blind say, hope than anything change.
2: else. Changes we'd make. I mean, yeah. we'd probably play like someone like a Denny Jean Rowe and... Uh,
1: the come dog yeah. come dog would be yeah. in the squad at least
2: well the the come the, the dog would yeah I don't know what we do up front otherwise but um yeah as far as changes to this one go I think yeah as as i said I think the only sort of change that we'll see is uh, a in for Atkinson and apart from that
0: i mean i I'd probably
1: it,
2: it might it, it might be pretty much the same like I think that Midfield three is still Moy, than uh, and Krustic.
1: which is not They're bad, down. by the way. And if Rogic was there yeah. instead of if Rogic was there instead of Moy, that's a pretty decent midfield, I think.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, oh, well. I, I I might be more inclined
0: to swap Goodwin out for an actual striker and play Lecky on the left, but that's ma- that's mainly because yeah, good, Goodwin skied a Goodwin a six yeah. yard volley into Rosette, and I'm upset at that. So.
2: Yeah, um, he loves Goodwin on set piece duty though as, as well. So and again, like you know, the way we play, that's uh, true. You know, that's uh, actually a pretty vital selection. Like you know, it's like it's like all those years where Roy Delap didn't actually play football but just ran around <laughs> taking throw-ins. Like I think that's pretty. You know, that's why we've got Craig Goodwin in there with his, uh, you know, swinging some corners from the left. Um, yeah, I would have liked to have seen some more of Mabile and. Um, but I don't think he kind of gets a start. But yeah, then um, you know another player sort of been you know criminally underutilised at both club and national team level is Marco Tilio. Like it's no surprise that every, like he only comes on for we six minutes ago, and they're usually like the best six minutes that we play. So it's like <laughs> the, mate, so can we, it, the, can we get the guy on a bit earlier, like the
0: Alzani minutes we, from him, last let cycle, let him
2: run around a bit, yeah.
0: Um, but it's,
2: uh, yeah, like, it, with that, um, yeah, with the game against Japan that we uh, ended up losing, like, you know, the best that, we, you know, the best that we looked, you know, even though it was when we shipped the goals, because, like, you know, we fell on a play, but it was still, like, uh, yeah, when Tilio came on, so, and I think we do have a, you know, we are more likely to be chasing the game than not tonight, so... Um, yeah, we should have had, Tilio should have played more in the build-up and I think, you know, Arnie's going to be calling on him with, you know, with 20 or 30 to go and, mm. you know, we just, he just doesn't have an, one enough minutes in the league for two and like enough, um, enough familiarity with the team to be able to, to offer, offer anything, so.
0: And Bungard, you'd start, tag it over McLaren if it came
1: down to it? Yeah, but yeah, Coleman's right. It'll just be Lucky again, so hmm. whatever. Um, yeah, we just... Yeah, look, uh, I don't know, dude. Like, we never evolved past Lump it up to Timmy, but Timmy's not there anymore. So, yeah, I, well, I don't Matt, know. Matt Lucky is very similar in the air to Tim Cahill. I, I, I think Coleman's right, though, if penalties, penalties after a hard-fought nil-nil where Peru have had 4.6 XG to our 0.17... Seems a lot more realistic than you know us just marching in there and beating them 2-0. I think a, if we a
0: swashbuckling 2-0. Con- yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think if we concede first, we just lose. Oh. Yeah.
2: We haven't we haven't buckled any swash for a long time. <laughs> mm,
1: not for a while. I actually will say though, I thought we played pretty well against Japan. We got a bit unlucky. We should have scored a couple of times, I thought. And we actually did get the ball in the back of the net, only for a very, very horseshit. Uh, referring decision to uh, rule it out because of a phantom foul on the goalkeeper. But I mean, we created, I mean, yes, Japan should have also scored like eight goals, but we created some chances at least. So, but they didn't you know, score, did they? So, no, no. Well, they actually did. Well, I just, just We did. We put the ball in the net and it got disallowed for like a very, very, very soft foul on a goalkeeper. No, so, Japan didn't. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no, they did. They scored several times, in fact, Ben.
0: But they didn't score <laughs> several more as is-
1: yeah, they hit the post. I think um, Minamino could dead set have scored six goals himself. Um, we were awful. We were absolutely dreadful. But uh, all I'm saying is the going forward, we at least showed a bit. And Japan are a good side. So I don't know. Mate, I don't know. Like, it, uh, it's just so hard to be... When was the last time you enjoyed watching the Socceroos? Like, going, that was a good performance. The 84th like, minute the other day. Well, yeah, okay. But, like, yeah... It, it, it's not happening very often, and it's certainly. Not. I saw a stat yesterday. It's pretty damning. It was like the UAE, who are ranked, uh, oh, sorry, this is great radio. Uh, the UAE, who are ranked 68th, um, in the world, are the highest-ranked team Graham Arnold's beaten. In oh no, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. So that's not great. And he's played Saudi Arabia, Korea, and Japan a combined uh, six times and won none of them. So not good a Peru ranked? Twenty second. That's <laughs> not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: it's, not uh, great, ben.
1: it's not great,
2: then.
1: No. Um, yeah, uh, it's not great. Yeah, uh, it's it's difficult to get too excited about this stuff, but I don't know. you say that four a.m. Oh, mate, of course I'll be up. Don't worry about that. But um, up, up and about. Up and about, but like, it, it's not. Easy to get excited about the state of our national teams anymore. At least we, at least the Matilda's gave us something, but even them now, it's like I don't expect them to beat good teams when they play them either. So it's just kind of like a hmm. bit, bit futile at the moment, a little bit futile.
0: Um, I also saw before we came on, obviously, the with the expanded World Cup next year, mm-hmm. the AFC gets eight spots. Um, oh
1: yeah, well I said that to you last week. I think that we'll never fail again. After yeah, this but uh,
0: someone put it.
1: It's like it's the last meaningful qualifying campaign. Yeah, no, that's pretty much true. Like we'll just like, there are not eight teams better than us in Asia. There are not. No, they just
2: aren't. Uh, I mean, come on, this exact
1: not... qualifying campaign. I know, has been I know, I know the this... worst qualifying campaign <laughs> we've had, and we are still yeah. objectively the fifth best team.
2: Yeah, but it's sixth like, if, know, if you, be... sixth if you
1: include Qatar, but that's still yeah. higher than eighth. China might get better. That's seven, still seventh. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. We're fine. What yeah.
0: if New Zealand moves to Asia?
1: Vietnam, well, eight. Vietnam, eighth. Vietnam, are
2: underachieving. Like, <laughs> that's
1: a... I'm just gonna pull up yeah. the AFC World Rankings for you right now. So you got Iran, Japan, Korea above us. Fair enough.
0: Chinese Taipei is a sleeping giant. I've been Saudi Arabia.
1: Saudi Arabia just below us. Qatar just below them. But then, yeah, it's like UAE at 68, Iraq 72, Oman 75, China 77, Uzbekistan 83. three. They're not None of those teams are better than us. Get out of here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but you, you could look at it like, you know, in the uh, 2019 Asian Cup, right? you know, so we lost in the quarterfinals, right? So we, we, we've been, like, you know... That was bad. The, the best, like, the best eight... You know teams in Asia, and then you throw in the host guitar. That's nine. Well, no, but me-
1: my argument for that yeah. is that we lost a one-off knockout game, and yeah. the World Cup qualifying campaigns that we will be in with uh, in, are games. not consisting of one-off qualifying games. And even then, we lost on penalties for God's sake, and we should have won. So, and also, uh,
2: how, you say like you know the last meaningful qualifying campaign. I fucking hate these World Cup qualifiers. <laughs> but, but why are they so long? Like, why are we playing against... Yeah, and the other thing, like, like I genuinely... Another massive I genuinely
1: base, so. do feel that, like, the Asian confederation should be split in half. Like, we are just a world away from, like, those West Asian nations, just like, in terms of time zones and everything yeah. else. Like, it makes no sense that we are playing half our fucking World Cup qualifiers at four in the morning. Yeah. It makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, oh, I guess that would be bad because we'd just be perpetually behind Japan and Korea, but we'd be ahead of everybody else. So in a new format with uh four teams from each of the East and West Asians making it, uh, we'd be fine. Make it every time. Let's do that.
2: But it's also like, you know, this is, this is the one that we want to qualify for, like, you know, not just from, you know, from, from personal mm-hmm. reasons, uh, but it's almost like a last meaningful World Cup, in a way, and like you know, under the thirty-two team format. Like, the, I agree. No, I agree. Forty-eight teams is, for a start, is too many teams. It's and it's going like to go to what? A fucking thirty-two
1: groups. team? Isn't it a thirty-two team knockout stage?
2: Yeah, and like groups with three teams, so you play. Yeah, like, and two teams make so you it. They could be in and play two. It like so you play two group stages. We'll still get Denmark and France. Fuck we will
1: here. still get Denmark and France. Yes, but yeah, I agree, mate. Um. I don't know why they needed to change it, but uh, I would have preferred if they are going to change it, I would have just preferred more groups and the same knockout stage because yeah, I think at a 32 team knockout stage in a 48 team tournament, you're just sort of like, that's almost, that's like that's NBA levels where you got like 60% of the teams making the finals or like a league where like six out of 10 teams are making the finals. You've made two NBA references today. You're okay. Boston's strong. Make Boston very strong. I, you should just cherish this, Ben. This is as high as my interest in basketball is going to get anytime soon. So, yeah, I mean,
2: so you're like the Will Swanson or whatever his name is of of NBA fandom. Just, just rock up. No, rock no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 <laughs> I ask Ben. Respect. Is, isn't questions. he a comedian? I. That's good from you. <laughs> Fuck the castle. What a movie. Uh, do, you, do you guys watch the castle at Christmas time? I always watch it at no. Christmas time, even though it's not a Christmas movie.
2: I watch it whenever it is on, and that is, that is yeah. And that probably includes includes Christmas. That's like, true. Channel Nine would trot that out like every three weeks. Like a, uh,
1: being beholden to like whatever movie was on television that night it's just such a quaint existence you were like you get so g up if a james bond was on but if it was like a romantic comedy you'd be like ah fuck like, i mean, I'd, oh. I'd get g
0: up whenever they played school of rock
1: no great yeah great movie um uh but uh yeah like but what i have a clear answer i think there's a clear oh here we go three answers to this question which like 90s movies do you think were played the most on tv when we were kids I have three answers.
2: It's, it's lethal weapon. I was going to say lethal weapon. That
1: is one of the answers. But I think the other two are a little bit more esoteric. But when I say them, you'll be like, yeah, that was on all the fucking time.
0: I mean, I also, it, I was alive for half the 90s and I'm not a movie
1: person anyway, so. Okay, so. Oh,
2: I, I want to say that something like True Lies was. That's not, no, 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 no. The, okay, so
1: it seemed like every weekend they showed either Arnold Schwarzenegger comedy movie Twins or Junior. The one where he has a kid, yeah, no kid or the one no where kin- no
2: kindergarten no cop. no
1: kindergarten cop, or <coughs> okay. Channel 10, I swear to God, played The Phantom starring Billy Zane every yes. single weekend.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they did, they did. Okay, so good, did. never seen it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but great, this is great guitar chat. Um, <laughs> before we go, I did want to get. Because you know, when you're in the environment. How are the stadiums looking? I know that's your thing. Stadia,
2: <laughs> Stadia. Uh, they're all amazing. Uh, oh, actually, one of them's a complete dump, and that's the one that's uh, going to be dismantled uh, after. Is, the is World that the one Cup. they're moving to Africa after the World Cup? Yeah, that's the one that's like you know built with uh, shipping containers, but that's actually like uh, that was a interesting experience because it's like. It's all built from from metal, like including the floors. So it's all like, I don't know, like if you get Brazil are playing there, one of the ones sort of like for their group stage, like you could be, you know, like nineteen eighty nine Oakland San Francisco World Series sort of areas. Like it's like. Mm. I like, am I'm, I'm not a uh Is is LaSalle a even structural ble- yeah. I'm not a structural engineer. Does Does but, the City uh, of La exist yet? Uh the city of LaSalle exists uh only to have really tall buildings and a night okay. market. Because it definitely did not for- exist when and, they and, and, won the and, World and Cup bid. No, and it's barely exists on Google Maps. Like it's like it's it's there and mm. it's for like when people just like poon up and yeah. down, like the the I will say, the, there, the, the place only place
1: the only there. the, the, it's the it's biggest be- So, I went to Brazil 2014, right? And obviously, it's a punish mm. to get around. Look, this is amazing from that point of view. Like, the biggest distance between the stadiums, Stadia, Stadium. is uh, yeah. is Alcor to Al Wacra, yeah. and it's not very far. How far is that common distance was? Uh,
2: it's probably about 100k. Like, Alcor's a the, so a bit it would more. be
1: like having the entire World Cup in the Sydney region with Gosford yes. being the furthest away stadium.
2: That's, that's yeah, that's exactly right. And probably Al Wakra is...
1: Shark uh, Park. Shark Park.
2: Yeah, it's Shark Park. Wow, uh, and, that's amazing. We're playing we're playing all our games at Shark Park, unfortunately. And um, yeah, we so go to H- we're is, playing tonight can we, is, is like Bankwest.
1: Can we go to we're the Qatari tonight. equivalent of Huxley's afterwards? <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, you'd be surprised that there's uh, not a lot of. Uh, What's the sports bar scene <laughs> like? Lot, a lot of places like that. <laughs> is there a David Buster's? Yeah, there's there... no, there's a there's, there's a, there's a couple to go. Right, there's um, yeah, there's there's one that's called Champions, which is basically like it's it's Qatari cheese with like. <laughs> well, Champions know, was the original.
1: Or, Champions was the original name yeah. for the first Mighty Ducks movie. People don't know that. Yes. It was. And then the second one was uh, called D2, the Mighty Ducks. And then the third one was called the Mighty Ducks 3. So there
2: you go. Um, but yeah. And like, I know because this is, uh, hmm. I'm sort of taking it upon myself because like, you know, there's no guarantee you're going to be seeing Australian games. Right. We'll get back to that after, um, after tonight. Yeah. But yeah, I've I've certainly gone all out and, you know, pretty much like bankrupted myself with like, you know, the amount of kind of World Cup tickets I like, I think it's probably why I think there's 13, I mean, yeah, like, 13 I'm down for at the moment. And that includes like on some occasions, like it is possibly like it is possible and feasible to do two on the same day.
1: Mm, but, it is. That's, that's you know, the craziest a, a, part.
2: A, a couple, a couple of these are only like, you know, 10 Ks apart. So yeah, you know, there's a couple of occasions like I got the one o'clock kickoff and you know, we'll finish from there. Then get the seven o'clock and yeah, fun day was had by
0: all. Oh, even time for a meal in between it. The Qatari ribs and rumps.
2: Yeah, time for a... Uh, time, enough time for a... Uh, yeah, for a, for a shisha in between.
1: Yeah, there we go. That, sound, that doesn't sound too bad. That's, that doesn't sound too bad at all. Um, what did you think at the end of D2, the Mighty Ducks column when Charlie Conway gave his spot up? So Adam Banks could play. I thought that was like an absolute coward. bitch move. Yeah, I agree. I've not seen it.
2: Yeah. What the coward. fuck? What it's do like, you mean? Well, look, look. You know, if I'd be on board if Adam Taggart gave up his spot for Jason the Cumdog Cummins tonight. Well, that no, no. <laughs> apart, apart, apart from that, uh, yeah, apart from that, coward move. Yeah. All right.
0: I, I think this this divergence into movie chat is probably a good place to. To End it. I'm not there was any.
1: Well, you got to understand, Ben. I'm usually the straight man on my own podcast, so anytime I get the
2: chance to derail someone else's podcast, I have to take it with both hands. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I will say, I, I, hang on, I need to get the propaganda in as the uh, <laughs> you know, official Qatari correspondent, um, you know, the Australian representative to Qatar sta- State affiliated. Let's say, yes, <laughs> state affiliated media to say, if we do make it. Um, And I know that this is not going to be the most, like, you know, like ringing endorsement campaign. Like, you know, this is one of the, like, this is one of the failed slogans that Scotty Morrison came up with, like, you know, when he was at Tourism Australia. But it's not going to be as bad as you think. (laughs) Um, (laughs) As far as, like, um, if you, like, yeah, if you do make it, it would be a good couple of weeks to come over. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, those games are now Wakra which is, like, a little bit further to travel, but... Um, yeah, as far as any concerns about, about the weather, it's going to be like, you know, perfect 22 for, you know, that entire sort of month. So like the weather in November and December is is fantastic. Um, there are like, there are definitely places to go and they are like, and they are everywhere. So it's not like, you know, the only sort of...
0: That's a slogan. There are places to go and they are
2: everywhere. Hmm. <laughs> but the only the, the only difference between like you know between drinking here and drinking at home is like there aren't pubs on every street right so all these bars like they're, they're inside hotels so they're just not on street level so you just you know you just got to go to your local you know it, just just your local Marriott or Intercontinental <laughs> and if you go inside that like you know you go down like you know one hallway and then like you know turn right down the corridor and it opens up and it's like, oh, okay. So this is champions, the sports bar. <laughs> and like, you know, this is like, this is an Irish pub or this mm. is like, you know, this. Uh, and what are the this- lockout
0: laws like in Doha? Uh,
2: the only lockout laws. Yeah. You got to be out at 2am, uh, at but. Um, I mean, that's, yeah, that's not like, that's not
1: unique to, I mean, I've been in San Francisco and that's happened. Like we literally lights came on. They're like,
2: you've all got to go home. It's like, oh, all right. So, um, but if if the uh, yeah if the Formula One is anything to go by, then there is no RSA. So that's uh, <laughs> so, so that's that's going to be a positive. I don't how- I don't think they're going to be used. To, they're going to be used to uh you know used to dealing with uh people who like who like a little bit of a drink. I don't think they're going to mm-hmm. be ready for the uh for the English contingent. <laughs> how, how
1: yeah, uh, there's I think a lot of English fans are going to be put in FIFA jail. <laughs> i'm excited and i'm excited to see what happens um
0: it just it just reminds me of um well i've just immediately thought the the worst of the gold movies
1: then uh that's oxymoronic because the they're all great but no the third one is no terrible. it's truly terrible it's really bad um uh you mentioned the f1 there how about uh, my beloved red bulls getting it done that's pretty good red bulls yeah, yeah. my voice
2: yeah yeah both of them um, yeah, yeah, Danny, one two baby. Danny Rick is still puttering around. Can I just say, Lando Norris that, is a
1: fucking punk ass bitch.
2: <laughs> yeah, what, what about the first time he's stuck behind Danny as a win uh, hmm.
0: just... I appreciated have the. How do no, you
2: drive better, champ?
0: Oh, we're going for the overcut on Alonso. Ends up four spots behind him, so that really worked out, didn't
2: it? Yeah. Ah. Uh. Um, ha- I will say though Al- Al- Alonzo is the Australian footballer of F1 at the moment <laughs> he just, just shit houses. his way <laughs> to like you know 5th or 6th like just makes his car as wide as possible <laughs> like, doesn't, doesn't doesn't bother about overtaking it. anyone just tries to keep him behind and yeah you know, <laughs> plays for corners so.
1: Um, it's so great when it's at like 9pm by the way like our time, that race yesterday. Fantastic. Like, when stuff is... Like, do you remember the... Like, the that's why the O2 World Cup was so great. Because, like, um the matches... You come home from school and the World Cup started at, like, 4 p.m. And then the last match was on at, like, 10 p.m. You just went to bed. It was great. Whereas, O6, I, like, just sacrificed school for, like, a month. Just <laughs> either didn't go or did terribly. So, it was great. Was that was that your HSC
2: year? Uh No. No that okay. was uh that was that, that, that was me not going to uni
1: Ah first well, yeah, that's, that's, that's better.
2: So, sorry that was I was enrolled but uh you know, during <laughs> during that during that world cup uh yeah mate right, did abs- absolutely nothing.
1: Yeah I remember and, um and,
2: and, and rightly so. I,
1: I I remember being in uh uh was it yeah final year of uni in 2010 and literally one of my classes the the lecture the lecturer was like well, yeah, your last exam was supposed to be on June tw- June like eighteenth, but since the World Cup's starting, we we're going to move that ahead and have it on June third. And I was like, "You are a king amongst men." A lot of nerds were unhappy, but I was pretty pleased
2: about it. <laughs> so, yeah, mate, if you're if you're over for Qatar at all, one four seven ten. So it's just like, yeah, perfect viewing experience. Mm. Well, yeah, we'll see.
1: Yeah, it's just like I mean, I like the. I, the, the only issue is right, because obviously you know I'm a, I'm a big Christmas guy and it's like, if it was a Christmas World Cup in a country that cares about Christmas, it would be magical. But you wouldn't even know it's Christmas if you're over there. So the idea of just being able to do Christmas stuff in Australia and then coming home, putting on the castle, and then watching the World Cup afterwards is very appealing.
2: Home alone, into the castle, into... Hey, uh, why not? Cameroon v Switzerland. <laughs> it's the stuff so dreams are made of.
1: <laughs> ben does not like how much we've derailed this show. Oh, it's fine. It's free. It's, <laughs> it's free. It's free.
0: it's free content. I don't, we've got through everything uh, on the sheet that I wrote. Oh, well, that's forth, that's so.
1: that's good. I guess it is good.
0: It's efficiency. Right. I was gonna Fantastic. I was gonna try and let you guys go go to work because you're working mm. today. But you know, if you want to keep talking about the castle, that's fine by me. I'm working right now. <laughs> Any closing um, remarks?
1: Uh, we're going to probably lose, but it'd be cool if we win. Done. Yeah, that's the one.
2: We, uh, we are likely to lose, but what if we won? <laughs> <That's> basically it. <laughs> what if we just so, fucked and around it's, and won? I know. What if we just fucked around and won? And it is going to be, yeah. It is going to be unbelievable scenes if we somehow manage to do it. Um, keep an eye out on Channel 10's broadcast, especially if we do, because I will be on the pitch. <laughs> like, I will be promptly arrested by Qatari authorities, but I'll be on the pitch. Um, but, yeah, it's very yeah, very nervous for this one. Hope the boys get the job done. Um not uh you know the body of evidence is there that it's like that it's not going to, that it's not going to happen right um you could have left it up what if we yes, won? but w- but what if we won and there we go. as i say if we win and go to the world cup it's not going to be as bad as you think
0: <laughs> 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 yeah uh anything to promote before you both go
1: uh, just read all my stuff online. Uh, listen to Boom Rookies podcast. Um, for the straight man, yeah, 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 exactly. Well, yeah, and, I mean,
2: and for me, uh, watch a couple of the videos on the Socceroos website. I've been punching out some content for them while I've been, mm. uh, um, you know, while I've been. Uh, embedded with the team, and, and after that, watch the Qatar Stars League. It's not like the A <laughs> League, but with but with like I did that fans. once. You said load Look up on this team; true. they're going to win
1: five nil, and they didn't. And I never watched it again. So <laughs> fuck you. <I>
2: guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's, so it's like if you if you if you like uh, if you like twelve team leagues that have four foreign players, uh, and they all play up front. And, and they don't track like, back, and, and the are all has beens. And uh, is, is and, Hulk the in pu- and, and the game and the games are putrid, played in front of no fans. And like, yeah, you'll love the <laughs> <laughs> as much as you love the A League. Are you, are you allowed to say this? Eh, what, are they, what are they gonna do? I don't
1: know. I uh, hope the, they whip you. Uh, I hope they flog you publicly. The, the show is huge. That I'll, I that, I'll, that I'll tune in for. Pre World Cup coverage. It's like, well, the socceroos are taking on France at 3 p.m., but before that, a local oaf is going to be beaten in the town square at 2 30.
2: <laughs> well, it's better pre match entertainment than whatever what the if name we was beat the, the Stafford Deputy brothers <laughs> in the <laughs> town square? <laughs> Oh. oh what if he what if he what if he got to pulverize timmy trumpet with his instrument <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking hell yeah that i'd sign up for yeah yeah i agree. all right that, that seems like a
2: good note to end it on can <laughs> yeah. we? no can we publicly behead Shepard? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we were flirting on the edge and he just went
2: over it um all right, coverage starts at 3.30 on uh, Channel 10. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Tomorrow morning. <so.
1: laughs> yeah. Uh, Play us out, Ben.
0: And as usual, you can find the podcast on all, all your good streaming platforms and some of the lesser-known shit ones like Stitcher. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.
2: That's still a thing.
0: Stitcher's well-known. Goodbye.
2: <laughs>